This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Oh, welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday yet again. Oh my goodness. Can I tell you this week is going, this not even the week, this year is going by so very fast. I cannot believe that it's July. I can't believe it. Shardy, what are you doing? Oh, I was writing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I talking to myself right here? No, listen, I got you, I got you. Okay, well, I'm really, really excited today because I have a good friend of mine who is calling in. She is very, very busy. So she has been traveling and going. She has about 40 jobs. She's always doing something new. Um, but my girl, my boo, hey, Toya. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so we have Toya Wright here joining us for Candidly Keisha today. For those of you, I don't know how you couldn't know, but let's see. Toya has her book, How to Lose a Husband, um, that she published recently. She has bedhead blinged out bonnet. She has hair weave. She has garb. Um uh, boutiques. You know, what don't you do, lady? When do you sleep? Girl, I'm on a mission. Like, I'm over here trying to build this empire, working, working women. I feel you. And the most important (laughs) role, mommy. Yes, yes. Can we talk about, I can't believe how big Nae's gotten. Like, I can't do it right now. Girl, I can't believe Virginia is about to be 18 years old. Like, I feel like. I feel like her 16th birthday was like yesterday. Exactly. And she'll be 18, so good. Time Lord. for another one. Ooh, <laughs> wait, wait, is there something you want, we need to talk about? Do we need to? <laughs> you want no, more kids? No, but I want more kids. You do? How many I, more? I, I only want one more. You want one more? You want to try for the boy? Or you want another yeah, girl? Yeah, I'm going to try for the boy this time. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, when God bless me, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Um, I was going to say, so I don't even know where to start. It's always so funny for me when I have my friends on, right. you know, I always say this because <laughs> it's like, cause we don't like, when we get together, we don't talk about this. We're like, yeah, so what you doing today, girl? Let's grab some lunch or let's, it's always just personal having fun time. And right. I love that all my friends are doing such amazing things, such great business women, and are always on the move and, you know, the up and up in terms of positivity and just accomplishing great things. So we're just, I'm going to act like I don't know, and you just talk to me and tell me. So what was it like? Is this your first book that you've written, How to Lose a Husband? No, well, this is that the second published. book. My first book was called Priceless Inspiration. Oh. Oh, my bad. And um, that book, 
I published through this company, um, what Farrah Gray Publishing. Mm-hmm. But How to Lose a Husband is the first book that I self-published on my own. Got it, got it. So I know a lot of people have asked you and are asking you, like, so is this personal? Like, is this an autobiography or is it fiction? <laughs> what is it? And, you know, what was what was your inspiration for it? Well, the inspiration behind How to Lose a Husband book, um, you know, the book... Having girlfriends and going through different relationship situations, and some girls are married and some girls are not married, just like a mixture of, like, hearing a lot of different stories and giving advice to friends and Mm -hmm. just my, you know, my take on what I see. You know what I mean? It's kind of like art imitates life. This is a fiction book, but it is, it does have, like, a lot of real-life situations, including my real life. Right. I mean, you have to draw from it. Like, I always say that, you know, the best comedy, the best just stories in general come from when you're drawing from real life, because that's where comedy, tragedy, you know, joy, all of that happens in such perfect balance and harmony. And, you know, as a lady, we've all we've heard some stories, boo. Like, you know, just with your friends and, you know, I feel you. There is a lot going on in these streets. A lot yes. going on. And I know I've started. I can't wait to finish it. But I've just been running my um, my actually my campus coming up this next week. My nonprofit, Camp Kizzy, which Toya has supported. She's come out and seen my girls before. Yes. So if you were back in Atlanta, you were, of course, welcome to stop by any time you'd like to just to say hello. Yeah, I love what you're doing with Camp Kizzy. Keep up the good work. The little girls, the ladies, they need it. Girl, I'm, listen, Toya, I'm t- I've been talking about doing an adult camp, Kizzy. Yes. <laughs> I want to These bras need some adult camp, Kizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> no, I am so serious. You know, I always joke about that. Like, it's a running joke. But the more and more I think about it, I feel it's crazy that there's so many lessons that women are just not learning today. It's just, it's weird. Like, I feel like even our generation, not that we're that much. Oh, I'm a little older than you, but not that we that old. Even if it wasn't a mom passing it down, there was an auntie, there was a grandma, there was a somebody who would pull you aside and be like, okay, boom, baby, no, this isn't what we're doing. And would really just kind of show you the way. And I feel like we've so stepped away from that communal society that's going to check even not your child because there's that larger sense of community. What do you, how do you feel? Yeah, I really feel like it takes a village. Yeah. So as a kid and like, even with adults, like sharing information and sharing knowledge with each other, like that part of that part of the world doesn't exist that often. It's hard to find people that genuinely care about you, and you know they see you doing something wrong. You know, as a friend or you know as an associate, to tell you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I think this is you know just give at give advice and really. Like, let it let it come from the heart. Be heartfelt without an ulterior motive. So exactly. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Like, we need a, we need a whole lot more women uplifting women and, you know, being supportive and just helping steering girls in the right direction, period, overall. So I have so. a question. You know, like, we all know you. Well, for those of you who don't know, you're from New Orleans. So yes. when you were a little girl growing up in New Orleans, did you, what was your dream? Did you ever imagine that you would be where you are right now and doing all the things that you're doing? 
Honestly, I didn't, Keisha. Like, for the longest, I was so lost and caught up in my ex-shadow. I come from a very dysfunctional family. And, you know, my mom was kind of on drugs. My dad was in prison. So it's like I was from pillow to post. And I was around, you know, I wasn't around too many, like, like positive people that was doing, like, great positive things to look up to. You know what I mean? So as I got older and I had my daughter at a very, very young age, you know, I ended up having my daughter at the age of 15, 16 years old. I was kind of like a teen mom, and I knew I wanted better for her. Mm. So, you know, after a few years, um, I decided to make the move to Atlanta, like, to just get away from being in that box and being around people that's just you know, just like not everybody. In no, 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 no. I get it. Most of the people that I was around, you know, they wasn't like motivating me, and I and it's like I knew I wanted. They weren't challenging you kids. to be better. They wanted you right. to be exactly where they were. Right. So I was like, you know, I gotta, you know, make this movement and, and get away. And I just feel like living moving to Atlanta was like a great thing for me. You know, it's kind of like I was surrounded around all of these boss women and like these business, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. all these black business owners and it just motivated me to just want to do more. And I automatically wanted to, I wanted to be that role model in my daughter's life. Like, you know, I want her to look up to me like my mama work hard. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter how much money my dad has. My mom's just as much as a hardworking woman. It don't matter how she started. This is how she finished. And I am determined to be that girl. You just gave me goosebumps. That's something that I always tell my girls. It is not about where you start. It is all about how you finish. And yes. that's so that's so true. So was that when was that when you did um, to- Tiny and Toya? Was that when you first moved here, or had you had, had you already been here for a little bit? Yeah, I, I was here for a little while, and then I met uh, actually met Joy, like Jenna's baby mom first, and she introduced me to Tiny, and we became friends. And you know, we was uh, we met James DeBose who was one of the producers mm-hmm. of uh, Tiny and Toya, and we decided to do the reality show. And they was like, I want to do a show based on you guys being married to rappers. And I'm like, nah, that is not what we about. You know what I mean? Like, I have. <laughs> right. You have an you know, identity outside of that. You have yes. your own, yeah. So I had to explain to James my story. Like, you know, this is where I come from, and if I can help, anybody else that's going through what I'm going through, battling, trying to get my mom clean and, you know, me building this relationship with my siblings who I never really had a good relationship with. You know, there's so many people that's going through things like this. This is the type of show I want to do. I love it. So, you know, we we partnered up with him and I became an executive producer of the show. And that was kind of like my first real job. So I was like super excited about it. Oh, how's mom? How's the family doing today? I mean, you know, she's a work in progress. Okay. Um, but it, it's it's tough, you know. It's it's really tough trying to break that habit. Like right. she'll be on and off, but for the most part, I keep her lifted, and you know, I try to support as much as I can. That's all you can do. Yeah. Do you know one of the things that I love about you? I love your vulnerability. I love that you are willing to be authentically who you are in every situation and you're not afraid to be who you are regardless of what people think um, with if it's a shortcoming if it's a positive and so few people don't realize the importance of just being transparent 
And that's one of the things that I love about you. And you have no idea how many people you are inspiring and helping by truly and simply just telling your story. Because it's not, unfortunately, and I don't mean this, I mean this in the best way possible. The things you're going through and have been through and have fought through, it's just not unique. So many Mm -hmm. people have these stories, maybe not in totality, but pieces of what you've been through. But yet, you know, they feel so alone. Right. And by you sharing not just your highlight reel, but the totality of your experiences, I can only imagine the number of women and people you are inspiring in the process. So I just wanted to take a moment to just say thank you for that, because it's so important. That's part of paying it forward. Yeah, it really is. Part of paying it forward. So what else? Like, let's fast forward. We talked about that. You have your book, you have your boutiques, and of course, give me, you know, please give the listeners where they can find your stuff. Oh, your hair. You, what, what else? What am I missing? What else do you do? <laughs> um, I have the hairline, Victoria uh, Ray hair collection. I have the bonnet line. It's, um, I put together, well, I'm getting ready to do a whole rebranding of the bed heads line. Um, mm-hmm. it's, every, it's supposed to be everything before bed that women use, like including like nice silk scarves, mm-hmm. bedazzled bonnets instead of like the granny bonnets. And the yeah, whole I don't idea wear bonnets, but I do need a scarf. So when you get those yeah, silk scarves, let, let, it, let, I, <laughs> let me know. We have a whole new line that's getting ready to come out, and I promise I'll get you a whole kit. We have eye masks. Okay. We have, um, like, mist that you spray on the bed that's, like, you know, supposed Linen to help spray. you, like, really mm-hmm. relent. Yes. And um, I came up with, I thought of that idea because I'm like, you know, girls are so into getting themselves together, you know, before they go to bed, like girly girls. So that was kind of, like, my, my whole little inspiration behind, like, doing a before bed heads and with the guys complaining about the granny scarves and the granny bonnet. <laughs> right? Because, wait, listen, time out. We all know we've done this. When you go to bed with your man, right, and you're, like, trying to be cute, but you put your scarf and your brush, like, right next to the bed. So after you, you know, finish doing what you're doing, you're like, okay, baby, now let me wrap my hair real quick. Now let me wrap my hair. Let me wrap my hair real quick. Hold on. I was trying to create something sexy, so the guys would be like, "Okay, I can deal with that." Right? You know. So I have that the um, before bedheads line. Um, I have Garb Boutique in mm-hmm. New Orleans that's been open for almost seven years. I have Garb Shootique, um in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, at the book, How to Lose a Husband, my first book, Priceless Inspiration, and Mommy Full Time. Oh. So listen, so let's, let's change gears. We know you work hard, but when you relax and you're just chilling, what is your favorite thing to do? I love going to the spa. Uh I love shopping. Um, I love quality time with my daughter, like Manny's petties, where we can have our little girl talk and talk about just what's going on in her world. That's really like now, those are the things that I enjoy doing with her at this age. On my downtime. Like I know, because in a matter of time, does she want to go to college? Yes. Okay, yes. I was about to say, don't let me have to come to the house and have a little girl talk with her if she didn't. <laughs> but, um, yes. Because she's going to be off to college soon. I know. That's she, why I'm saying that, that as a baby, you know, I'm going to be alone. You won't be alone. You, you're going to be busy. You got a whole lot of people <laughs> who love and who care about you. So right, it's hard. Like that's your only one to let go. It's like that's oh, why you're ready to have another one. Yes. <laughs> and my daughter tell me that all the time. She's like, um, "Mom, I think you need to have another baby because 
it's like you would not let me grow up. Hilar- <laughs> you know, that was my next question, though. I was going to ask, how's Reginae going to feel when it's not just her, though? Because it's been the Girl. two of you for forever. I think at this point, like, she's old enough to accept it. Like, a few years, maybe if she was, like, 13 or 12, it would be a problem. Uh-huh. But, like, you know, I think now she'll be very helpful. Like, she'll help out with the kid. And she she kind of wants me to have one. So, it's I never heard her say that before. But to hear oh. her say it so much now, it's like, okay, ma. It's about that time. She's like, Mom, I need you to come on now. You you can't keep trying to baby me. I'm I'm grown. <laughs> right. Girl, it's just so hard. That's my baby. It's just been me and her for so long. Oh, I know, I know. Well, listen, I want to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll have more with Toya Wright and finding out, you know, just I want let's talk more candidly. I know everyone knows about the business stuff, but part of the fun, like Mo and all them always come up here and we just talk about all the crazy stuff we normally talk about when we're sitting on a patio having cocktails so (laughs) yes yes so listen stay tuned this is candidly keisha and we'll be right back with toya wright welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it we are back. It's Candidly Keisha with Shardy. And Shardy's being all like quiet and stuff over I'm here listening. in the corner. I'm loving everything that Toya is saying. <laughs> and we're talking to my girl Toya right back. So I just wanted to um, fast forward some because I know our listeners now are currently watching you on Marriage Boot Camp. You in Memphis. And I, look, first thing, I, I'm trying to say this in the best, most non-messed up way possible. But you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big TV person or a big reality TV person. But when I saw that clip of Memphis acting crazy, girl, it took about everything in me. I wanted to jump through that TV and wring his damn neck. Imagine how I feel. Like, first of all, let me say this. This show was shot a year ago. Yes. And during the time of filming this show, we were kind of, sep- you know, we were separated for six months and we, you know, we got the opportunity to do the show. So I'm like, okay, well, let's try to give it one more chance, you know, one right. more try, you know. And, you know, I, 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 a lot of women have opinions and all kind of things, that, you know, especially women that are not married. Girl, like, I, I get it. Like when you're married, married you, know, you it's a whole nother level. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole nother it's level. It's some other I stuff like, that... I told it's someone this the other day. Better. I said, people don't be telling you all this stuff about this married life. This Girl, married life is real in these streets. <laughs> Girl, it's a lot. You know, and marriage is for better or for worse. And, yeah. You know, Mickey was going through a whole lot with the whole situation he was dealing with publicly. That kind of, right. like, started to take a toll on him. Like, the way he acts for real. You know what I mean? And that was the so hard part for me because, like... I don't know y'all just from TV. Like, I've seen you all. I've seen the love between you all that has existed. And I think that's why I was so disappointed. I was just yeah, so just, disappointed. Keisha, I can honestly say I gave it all I had. I'm not a quitter. I don't, you know, I, you know, I, I feel like I genuinely loved him and I tried to help him. I was supportive, you know, like trying to be the best wife I could be. And it's like sometimes you can't. You get, you know, people be so far gone mm-hmm. and they so, you know, messed up. It's like that shit starts to rub off on you. And at some point you got to throw in a towel. It's like yeah, cause doing know, the same thing it out and expecting a different result. It yeah, it's That's like, the definition girl, of insanity. Like, 
yeah, I can't. I, I mean, I wish him the best. I'm constantly praying for him, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It is and it is. I'm, I am not proud of his actions at all on that television show. I think it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't a good, you know, it wasn't a good reflection of him at all. Like, that's not how you treat your wife. That's not even how you act for real. And for you to just Do you- act a fool, a goddamn fool like that, that is <laughs> Question, do you do you feel like, I don't mean to cut you off, but do you feel like, you know, like sometimes, like I get it, when you do those type of shows, um, I feel like a lot of times you'll be put in these crazy situations that aren't designed to bring out the best in you. Um, yeah. Do you feel as though he kind of got lost in the sauce or, you know, was it a, you know, like sometimes I don't know if people get caught up in giving people what, giving the producers what they want or what they think they want. Right. You know, like... See, this is the thing. What, it's a lot that you guys just didn't see. That of course. Place. You know of what course. I mean? So, of course, you know how it was editing and how it goes with television. They show what they want to show. Absolutely. But it was like a whole lot of other stuff going on at that time, too, and arguments with, you know, that, that, that caused the explosion. Got it. Which was... So unnecessary, but he did it to himself, and I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Like, I I can't even really be too upset about the situation, because at the end of the day, I signed on to do it, right. and when you sign on to do these reality shows, like, you never know what you're going to get from them, and it, I know one thing, look, it, that shit was so hard <laughs> for me to watch. I can like, only it was so, imagine. So hard for me to watch, but I can't honestly say I gave it all I got. I'm 100% focused on me and my kid, mm-hmm. and you know, you just, you know, right. I get it. You know, people have to want to do better for themselves. You can want it for them yeah. all day, and you know, I hope. And in saying this, it's not a me disliking him. I just I, his actions really hurt me. Like I was like, wow, really? But you know, I just hope that you know from this point everyone is able to kind of heal and move forward and you know be the best possible versions of themselves and sometimes you know it may or may not be with that person and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that um y'all been separated for a hot minute though now because that was filmed a while ago um so when you're separated are you allowed to date like how does that work um, I'm not really that focused on dating right now, girl. My whole plan right now is to get to this money, Got take it. care of my kid, and get this last situation over and done with. Then I'll worry about the next. I feel you. So I have a funny question. But last week, minutes, right? I can't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> last week, right, we had uh, Toby and Mo and Kalila in the studio, all of which are friend, mutual friends of ours who we do stuff with all the time. And we were talking about, like, uh, dating on the online. We were talking about dating. And you know how they do, like, Tinder? Like, I swear, Toby, and then Toby tried to act like she hadn't done all these. I said, Toby, your ass has <laughs> done Tinder. You have done, you are on Match.com currently. You've probably done Black P- Black Planet back in the day. So... <laughs> So, uh, how do you feel? Would you ever like? Granted, I know you are. You're right now. You're focused on your business, your daughter. You know, just getting building your. You know, just getting you back together. Right. How do you feel about dating online? I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't <laughs> think I could build the online profile. <laughs> well, okay. 
hypothetically, if you were, right, what would your online profile, like, what would it say? Like, would you put a picture Girl, of you? See, that's, it's the thing. Like, I don't think I'm good with that. Like, I don't have the patience to be bothered with that, creating no profile and explaining myself. I'll meet you in person. <laughs> I'll see you in person. I can't. I don't think I'm the online dating girl. Like I feel you. That's just creepy oh. to me. Yeah, I don't want to meet you online. I need to meet you, like, face to face. Let, I me, need- <laughs> let me feel your vibe, like, off the rip before you even pretend to be some somebody you're not over the computer like I can't. I don't want no. I don't. I, I don't know how they do that. I don't want no part. <laughs> okay, so we're like, and this is the piece. The next piece to it, we were talking about. We were like, because they were like, well, where do you even go to meet guys? Or where do they? I was just like, I don't know. I personally feel not like the club. you just. I know that not sure. the club. We definitely agreed on that. But I was like, you just got to get a life. You have to do the stuff you genuinely enjoy, and then you'll meet people who also enjoy doing that stuff. Who you have common common with and you know like I feel like whenever your mission is to meet a guy like if you go to the bar looking for guys you gonna find some some craziness you it's yes it's gonna be a problem it kind of like I like when I just meet people and you know we don't have plans on like hooking up or trying to get to know you know it just happened because it's like we like something about each other Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because you don't get that fake stuff. Like, I, I cannot stand meeting a representative. Ooh, like, show baby. me who you are from the gate, and I'll tell you if I'll be able to deal with it. Because I'm going to show you who I am from the gate. That's how this I am at this point. I'm like, I am who I am. The representative the representative in these Atlanta streets, in these, not even Atlanta, in these world streets are strong. It's real out it's here. Real. It's so real. That's all you meeting is the representative. You're like, who the hell are you? Like, this is not the guy I met. Like, what is going on? Oh, my goodness. So what what advice do you give, Reggie? Because, I mean, she's about to be 18, you know, dating, boys. Like, what do you tell her? I always tell Reggie all the time, like, you know, first of all, with little boys and dating, I know how I was when I met her dad. Like, he was my world. He was my everything because the – the love and affection that he showed me, I didn't get that at home. I lacked that. Right. But I, what the difference with Regina is she's full of love and affection. So it's like no guy could come along and be like, I love you, you're beautiful, because she hear it all the time from her parents. Right. So I tell her, you know, like, nothing. I know you're going to get to the point where you're going to be cr- fall in love with a boy and just be so head over heels, because, I mean, everybody goes through that phase in life. But don't lose you and yourself and know your, you know, know that you are the prize too. Like, don't let these guys come around and start filling your head up with all of this and have you going crazy, losing sleep and not focusing in school and all of this crazy right. stuff. Right. Because these kids be meeting these little boys and thinking these are the kids, the boys. They going to marry. And you're like, boo, no, you're going to no. have, no. That happens once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and I doubt you're going to meet him in high school. I'm sorry to tell you. But <laughs> that's so good. I'm sure with Wayne being her daddy, she didn't see the doll. He, I'm sure he keep, keeps her so much on game. These- well, he t- I'd be like, wait, hold up. I think you're keeping it a little too real. <laughs> like he just be trying to tell us too much. I'd be like, wait, wait, leave a little bit. Leave a little bit for when she gets a little older. <laughs> she doesn't have to get the whole thing now. <laughs> But she is so, I can honestly say, like, God has blessed me with a great kid. Like, she's yeah. so smart. She, you know, she so far, so good. Like, she's been making, like, 
really, really good decisions and being put that. in certain situations. So being as though, you know, she she's a celebrity kid. There's so much stuff that she could be doing. So and much she access. Just, yeah, she's, she's a good girl. I know. I always love that. Like whenever we, can, you know, we'll talk, we'll meet up for lunch or what have you. She's always, I love how the relationship that you two share and how she can come to you and talk to you about anything. And she knows that, you know, she can do that. And that's so very important. And a lot of parents don't get that. A lot of parents are so busy, like being the authority, the authority figure that Mm -hmm. they don't realize that how much value comes and actually listening to your child. Right. And creating a space. Keisha, listen. It's not like it was when we were kids. Like, no. these kids, girl, it's so turned up times 10. Me and Nia, Nia and I are getting ready to write a book. Okay. Um, this September, we're releasing a mother-daughter collaboration book. And it's kind of like just exactly what we were talking about. It's, you know, me raising a teenage daughter from my perspective of being a teenage mom and her being a teenager with, you know, a young mom from her perspective. And it's like we kind of share all of these different situations and we get real and raw with this, and I just feel like it's needed. You know what I mean? And awesome. so many people always ask me, like, Toya, how you get such a really good relationship with your daughter? Why are you guys so close? I have, my daughter is my best friend. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm her mom first, of course. Like, I don't, you know, play the radio when it comes to being a mother. But we also have a friendship. I feel like I want her to be able to come to me and talk to me about whatever it is, like, I want to be. I want to be the one to kind of, you know. Even though I know how it goes with having right. friends and stuff, you kind of listen to your peers and some stuff. You think your mom just don't know or she's not cool enough. But I try to get in her ear because I know it's crazy in these streets. Like time, girl. 10. You know, I know dealing with my girls at camp. Some of the stuff that I hear and they're dealing with and that they're talking. I'm like, wait a minute, what? You what? I'm like, yeah, I'm 37 years old, and I don't know, know what are you, what, are you serious? Girl, so you know what's up. Like, I, I just be like, let me get in that right ear, you know, in that right. left ear before somebody get in that right Absolutely. Well, you know what? I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I just want to thank you for taking the time today to come and chop it up with us. And just know whatever you're working on, if ever you want to come and promote, ever you just want to come talk about because someone will piss you the hell off. You could come. <laughs> you are more than welcome to come to call in because we do this every week. And literally, it's just inspired by my friends, my life, and what's going on. So it's completely candidly me. That is what's up. Well, you know, I will be calling back in, honey, because there's always some tea and always something going on. I enjoyed you. Uh, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, tell everyone where they can follow. You know, we live in social media and Instagram and whatever you want to put out there. Um, You can follow me on social media at Toya Wright. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and my Snapchat is I am Toya Wright. Nice. I have to. I'm. I'm trying to get on. I'm trying to like get better at Snapchat. I may need a tutorial, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm. I'm getting better. I'm working on it. But again, thank you so much. Thanks, Shardy. Thank you. <laughs> I know I didn't say anything. I know. It's okay. She's sitting here. She's focused in the studio right I am. now. I am. <laughs> Focus. She's in writing, taking notes. But I just want to say thank you so much. And y'all have a great weekend out there. It is 
Uh, it's July. Essence yeah. Festival weekend. Yes, Essence to, Festival. Yes. Will you be there? Yes, I will be at Essence Festival. I'm actually releasing a new lipstick on Saturday. It's called Mocha Latte. And my hair You and Javetta? Is it with Javetta? Yes. I love Javetta. Please give her a kiss for me. Well, not like that. I that sounds kind of... Girl on I'll girl. Her, yeah, but, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Send her your love. <laughs> Send her my love. <laughs> Javetta does, she does toys makeup, and she does, she's done mine a lot also, and she's just such a she's sweetheart, so sweet. and she has so a cosmetic humble. line. So have fun for me. I'm getting ready for Camp Kizzy. We start on Tuesday. The girls are arriving. But, um, yeah, this has been Candidly Keisha. Have an amazeballs weekend, and we'll be right here next Friday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.